Okay, everybody um, should have the single sheet. Shana Alochas. Uh, it says page six at the top. Everybody have a single sheet? Should be plenty here. We do see, by the way, that um, it is possible to uh, fly across the world, get off a plane, have jet lag, and still come to Shear at night. Akiva is living proof. So um, it's, uh, it's good for Shaduchim. It's good. It's not. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can say your last name, but they'll catch on after a while. Okay, we were discussing last night the Heter to. Had the Beshoifi to test the Kosh Baruch Hu with Meiser, maybe even other Tzedaka, or Maholz any Tzedaka. And the Achranim's discussion, what happens if it doesn't work? So what does that mean? So Hashokhan says, whatever the Territ is, most of the time you see it clearly. Once in a while you don't. Either it's still coming, or the money wasn't kosher enough, or Shema Yugam Achet. And there were some other things holding it back, and there was a wash. You know, there, was, there were things he did that were Garimanias. And he didn't lose money, but he didn't make money because it was a wash. So to summarize the point of the Shema Yigam Machet, the Mishnah Lachas here quotes the top paragraph in the second column. Sheni is nearer. Masha Amru, Bishvil Shatis Asher, Hurak, Imleikal Kodorachov. It's only if he doesn't do something to mess it up. Of a Mikilkil Darko, Ya'abed Hain Rav, Yudelim Ezu Matsina, Yakavina. That's a very strong raya. Yakavina didn't have to test Hashem, he's given a very strong Havtocha. Directly, had an avua. Hashem said he's going to take care of him, and yet explained So, what do you see? Says in the general havtacha, he heard straight from Hashem. So he knew that there was a possibility of getting it blocked with Avera. It's certainly true that Maisa will cause Asher. And again, the other terrorists we mentioned is sometimes the money's not good for him, depending on the uh, on the scenario. But these are the possible terrorism. Again, the bottom line is the Achashochan says we see it most of the time. The Fanena Bapayo, and uh, even more in terms of the Yeshuas that happen in other areas, but uh, certainly in the finances. Okay, let's go back to the Bade if you have it in front of you. There's some copies on the top there. I want to read one sif from the next simon, but I really want to concentrate on Reish Mem Tes. Maybe we'll go back to Reish Mem Tes, but I just want to read to you sif all quickly to show you how Hummer, the Indian of giving stock, is. Reish Mem Tes, it's uh, page Gimel here. You might find that surprising. Even the recipient of Tzedakah, there's a big Shiloh when parents give children money. They have to take off Meiser. So if it's cash, the answer is yes. Most of the time, if they're giving specific, uh, specific uh, down payment for a house, they need uh, $50,000 for a down payment, and they can't afford it. They're $50,000 short. So if the parents are giving that specifically for the down payment, uh, many argue that, well, if you take $5,000 off of that, they're going to have to give them $55,000 for the down payment. So there's some amical when it's um, 
specific item. You got a couch, so you don't have to assess the value of the couch, a thousand dollar couch, and then take off hundred dollars. You got a couch. So on gifts that are that are objects, the common minig is you don't take my soul, though it's not without dispute. Cash, the common minig is you should, except if somebody's giving it for a specific thing and you really can't afford it otherwise, they have to give you more than some are are makel. Over here, the reason I mention that is you say, well, the onium is barnes minastoko, so then if he takes out meiser, then you're going to have to give more. So the answer is, love Dafka talking about meiser over here. Uh, he should give something. Everybody's a chiv to give a minimum, minimum amount of stocko <coughs> every year. And we'll discuss what that shear is later, but it's very, very small. Just the yetzim mitzvah stocko. And then there's meiser, and then there's chaymish. Mishanaisim pachasim asheroi litain. This is uh, going to sound un-American and undemocratic. And we taka don't do it because it's not going to fly. But in theory, the din is that stocka is a shibud. So Shailam Peskim is it a shibud on your assets directly? If you remember, um, if you remind me, I'll, I'll uh, not for now, but the uh, stipler in Kilzyag is a fascinating shtickle on this, on, on whether it's an, a direct shibud on your, on your property. It almost sounds like it is from the end of this machaber, and they're big nafkaminas. But a Shibud, direct or not, it's certainly a Chiv, and Beistin has a right in better times than Beistin had the strength to be kaifa on the mitzvah stalker. We Americans find that strange. We kaifa, they come and arrest me and beat me up to get stuck. The answer is, well, what, what does it say? A guy doesn't want to do sukkah? It says, kaifa nasashi says that by Kitten, but it says, makana sashatetsi nasha, it's even more harsh. It sounds even more harsh. But it's not harsh. Uh, he, deep down, he's a good person, he wants to do it. So what they use in A.T. Stroll today as, a, as like a they consider it like a, uh, a horrible thing because uh, democracy, so democracy is not the highest form of government. The Kivi, you and I were just discussing that today. Uh, why do we want kings? They usually, most of the kings we see today and rulers are cruel despots who are uh, immoral and, uh, and uh, they're tyrants and they're thieves. The answer is, yeah, if you have a bad king, it could be very bad for society. We've had some in Judaism. A very good king will raise everybody up. If you have a democracy, you don't run the risk of having a bad king, but you really can't get anything done because the next president gets into office, he starts reversing everything. So if you look over the pattern of times, it's, it's harder. <coughs> Nothing gets done, but it's harder to get things done. Based in, but the kings, the king doesn't really have power. He's Meshubit to the Psaka Basin. Basin's power is a power of government. A person's not doing the right thing, he's besides polluting the atmosphere in terms of his affairs, is not doing mitzvahs, there's bad influence. For his own neshama, we actually coerce him into doing mitzvahs. It's obviously not going to fly today, which is why we don't do it in America, we don't do it in Israel, despite their screaming, it's just not going to work. But loss of love, I guess it won't be necessary, because everybody's going to have a Yetzir Tayyip and a cut down to size Yetzir Hara. But in the times of yesteryear, uh, they used to do it, and, um, and uh, Beistin can even do a Rosh like uh, giving Mrs. Beistin to a guy riding a horse, and this is the Rabbana. To keep society in order. So I'm giving you that background so you'll understand this Machaber, but the Machaber is bringing it down. The Machaber didn't live in the time of the Beis Mikdash. Machaber lived uh, 500 years ago. And he brings down the din. Like any other mitzvah that he's not doing, person's over a lot, he gets makas abayim. If he's just not doing a mitzvah, they have a right to give makas mardis, ashitain, masham dulitain. Until he decides to do the right thing and give what they shots them up that he can give, and this was still being done at the time of Eisayim, and it's still done in the ghetto. Uh, Whenever we speak about the ghetto, I am not in shape to want to go back there either. But to just understand that this is hard for people to hear. 
if you're, if you're not trained in this, in the proper Ashkafa, say, what, we should go back to a case where everybody's getting beaten up in the street in the pogroms and the Holocaust? That's all the Holocaust happened when most people were not in the ghetto. <laughs> Just for the record. Uh, and more people were killed. I think you lost Avram over here. Um, the ghetto uh, often, uh, whether it's an actual ghetto with the walls or not, the Jews in the Middle Ages were given a lot of autonomy of what was going on. And you read the Chuvasa Rush in Germany. The Rush once uh, warned a Zayna who was um, operating. I guess that's a nice word. Uh, and he told her to cut it out. And the basin warned her a couple times. It didn't work. And they uh, did something to put her out of business. They didn't kill her. But there was some, something uh, physical that she was no longer, um, I would say this delicately, uh, no longer attractive. Okay, so to, you know. And, uh, and they, the government had no issue with that. They, they gave full autonomy to the Jewish, uh, based in the council, and Zion Tuve here, and they should do what they want. They weren't interested in regulating that. So they got things done. Today, when you want to put a, a Zion out of business, which wouldn't be anybody's purview over here. So, okay, it happens to be the good news is the, the state and federal governments don't allow it. Giuliani did a good job, by the way. Uh, but, but if you remember, if you were around before Giuliani had it, he did, a, he did a good job. He's officially against the law. didn't eradicate it, but he did a good job. I'm giving that example that we would find out, well, how can you do that? It's like a free country. You give a Muslim, you give this, you give that. It wasn't against the law. It was against Jewish law. And um, they didn't execute gun of him because they felt it wasn't necessary. So why, uh, why do that? They didn't chop off their hands either. But based in Kibikaif and what they feel is necessary, and they used to have a tax. And the tax was based on what you can afford, and uh, they used to enforce it. And that's what this machaber is based on. So A, they were kaifa. B, the machaber continues, V'yardin l'nechasov, b'fanov. And if he doesn't cooperate, we go seize his assets in front of him. And we take it. So um, I think many executive directors and fundraisers would like this machaber. Make life easier instead of begging. And schmoozing and begging and schmoozing and begging and schmoozing. Just say, uh, you know, it's due next week. And if it's not, uh, we have the right to go into your bank account. That's what this means. So the reason it doesn't work today is because we don't have the right to go into the bank account. And it's not going to work. And he's going to call the police. But that doesn't mean we're necessarily better for it. Just that's what you have when you live in a democracy, for good or for bad. It stopped when uh, the Jews no longer had autonomy. After Napoleon thought he was doing everybody a favor by freeing all the Jews. And again, I, it sounds like, you know, when people hear this, they say, well, do you want to go back to the ghetto? But in Ruchnius, Haskalah was, was, um, was brought on and certainly sped up the process with rights and the emancipation. It's There's not, no doubt about it. What? It's not only autonomy, it's also the fact that there's no kehila with, with the government tzedakah. Yeah, but it's all part of the same thing. They had to organize it's all part of the same thing. In America, if you don't like to do something, you just go diving in a different shul. And that's already good. That's the people diving in a shul. Most of the Jewish... So you can't really... There's peer pressure. And then and people always complain to me, why well, is Basin not doing anything? I said, we live in America. I mean, Basin, Basin can't... You sign a Stabirer and you can bring it to the secular court and hopefully they'll enforce it. Basin has no power. Basin is for from people who want to listen. Just that it's the way it's been for the last couple hundred years, but for a couple thousand years, it wasn't like that. And in Constantinople in, in the 1300s, they got things done. Maybe in some closed communities, it's still... It's better. It's better. In Baltimore, 26, 27 years ago, they made a Takana. 
It's the only place you can have a half a minute to do this. And even here, after three, four years, it didn't work. And I'll explain to you why. The Manitakana, because uh, not everybody's a Gavir, and Louis and Esther started going up in price. In New York, you, look, you tell over the story, they look at you like you're crazy. Like, they, they, we already accepted this. But Louis and Esther, to pay $150 is a lot for people who want to buy for their families and they have kids, whatever. So they made a Takana, that they made a ceiling price, and that was it. And you can't charge anymore. So the first time they had a Takana, they're screaming and yelling at everybody as they want that was it. The reason you could do that is because that was to be a one-horse town that's built around the yeshiva, and everybody listens. And out-of-town place. And Baltimore is like Chatsi out-of-town. It's a very large community, but it's not New York. New York, there would never be a half a minute to do that because you can never enforce it. Unfortunately, the bad, sad ending of the story is that the Seichrim wholesalers in New York uh, started sending them Suk Bay's Gimel and Dalit because they're not paying the prices. And I can't blame them. Look, you're going to sell them things that they can get twice the money for over here. So then it got worse and worse and worse and worse, and then it fell apart. Same thing happened with the Chasna Takana. And the, this takana, the Chasna Takana made some ratio, at least people who want to spend less money can hide behind it in a good way and, and spend less money and say, so that made some ratio, but it's just a pity. Had this been 600 years ago, there wouldn't have been any discussion. You did some yes, yes. Yeah. And they're better at it. And they're better at it because they make a Takana and that's it. You can only have one piece, you can only have one cake. So then, and even then, they had trouble. The cakes used to start growing. And they had one cake and it was like nine feet long. So then they had to know, you know, where, uh, but, but by and large, they listened. Do they have double in? I don't have a single, but certainly more organized if you have one, they have one shul, basically. Right. So if you're in, if you're in, a, if, and secondly, if you're in square, you're in, it's a, it's a separate community, you're in Mara, so it works better. So it's just not happening because there's no way to enforce it, and in New York especially. And the more out of town you are, there's Taka one, one place that's built around one yeshiva, it's going to be more unified. So it's not good or bad. There's, nobody, there's no right or wrong. It's just that's the way it is. But there's a machabi here for the record. That's why I want to go on to the next sentence. But machabi here says we can be kaifa and we can seize assets, which is a very foreign uh, concept to us. Yeah, they just didn't bury him. They threatened him, right? But that, but that shows that they, during the time they couldn't take the money, they didn't, they couldn't do it. Well, there was always a couple of big virum. Okay, the flip side of this, by the way, this is this is just the poverty issue. The very very few people had money, and a gavir would throw his weight around if he wasn't a good guy disproportionately. That's a very good ones who took things seriously and were askanim and helped guys. So on others who helped but threw their weight around too much, and then there was the miser at the edge of town who didn't talk to anybody, and all the stories are built around that. Uh, and all, all were true. Uh, today, Baruch Hashem, the good news is is that uh, I know everything I say here can, can and will be quoted out of context, especially on all these uh, videos, but um, the good news is we have enough Gvirim. There's no one person who in any community can throw his weight around. Uh, there are The smaller the community, the more you can throw his weight around. But no one, you read all these stories about Europe, like the, the, the Gvir would walk in and like they would be uh, people, people would be stopping and uh, you know getting out of the way. That, that's this is America. Nobody really knows, by and large, who has what money because that you can you can lease yourself a Lexus and be poor and, and vice versa. And and the good news is that a, a good gavir knows how to learn hechstaka, knows how to get a drocha, and will put his mind in the right place and will become a balgaiva. And a guy who lets it go to his head will uh, throw his weight around where it's not necessary. 
And um, that last paragraph will make me enough enemies for, uh, you know, but uh, that, that's good. It happens to be because it's not, uh, you, have, you have money, use it for the right reasons, that's good. And uh, Lamaisa, it, it, you're not the only show in town. In Europe, if, if a community had one, and many didn't even have that, he was the only show in town. So the only so often they just separate the community. The only threat was is that you're still Jewish. You want to be buried Jewish. They went to the Yerushim and said, you want to bury him. So famous Maisel of the Kivager. There was a Gavir in town. Not only was he a miser, but he made all his money off of ribbis, which is usser. And he didn't pay any of his taxes, quote-unquote, his stalker taxes. So he died. The same thing that came to Rabbi Kivager. The Chavagadisha wouldn't bury him. They came to complain to the Rav. And he says, not fair. He says, they, they, they had a kunst. They're gonna, they were going to charge him like 100,000 rubles for the, for the Mokam Hakvir. And that wasn't the going price. And they said, this is, oh no, this is highway robbery, this is not fair. Rabbi <laughs> Kivager is on the spot, this is vintage Rabbi Kivager. He said, no, that's actually the price. They said, well, everybody else gets charged one one thousandth of this. And he said, well, let me explain it to you. For most people, it's only a short-term lease, because that's Chiyas Mason, they're going to be out of there. And your father made his money on ribis, and therefore it's a final sale, and therefore it costs a lot more money. <laughs> that's what Rabbi Kivager said to them. <laughs> it took a certain amount of Gavur, because I'm sure the kids yarshened his money, and that wasn't easy to say, and... Uh, that's the, but, but they got the money. If he had to be buried, and if a guy's a mashumid, they don't say buried, so he's buried in the church. Okay, so then they had nothing on him. Today, it's very hard to tell, you know, you pay the money, you come, and it's, uh, they're 50, it's very hard to infer something like that. So that's the, again, we have a many mailers of democracy. This is one of the chesrenas. Um, okay, let's start. The uh, next segment we'll be spending a lot of time on. Reish Memtes. Go to page Yudbez. Sif Aleph. Shir Nesinasa. So now you know why you're spending a lot of time in the next next segment. How much do you have to give? How much do you have to give? What's the minimum? What's the maximum? What's the preferred? What's also? Shir Nesinasa. Yadom Asagas Yitain Kafi Tzarech Aniyim. That's a big machlik is how to read this machaber. Chabra sounds like he's saying that if you can afford it, and there's a tzarech, and today's global village, again, they used to live in the shtetl, where the tzarech was not uh, an open-ended thing. That X amount of people, how many people travel from a different town, travel is hard. They had some people walking in. But basically, it was a finite number of people that you have to take care of. So take care of them. Kefit tzarech Today, kefit tzarech doesn't have a limit because everybody's flying here, there, and everywhere, and their travel is easy, and nobody has enough money to cover everything. That's an important historical context here. Feed Sarachanim. So the Machaber says, What's the Shir Nasina? Take care of the job. If you can afford it. It sounds like even more than a fifth. That's going to be a highly debatable point, but we'll get to that. If any of them are you can't afford Kolkach, can't afford all that, then Yitain. Next page. Two pages from now. Ad Chaymish Nechasov, up to 20%. Mitzvah Namuvcher. Double Meiser. Aset Aser. You hear this? What we call Meiser, 10% is Mida Benedis. If you're really generous, you can afford it, give 20%. If you can't, then 10%, Pachas Mikan, less than that next page, Ayin Raw, that's cheap. From the principle that you get, let's say Yerusha or a gift or whatever it is, then it's off the profits. Machabra sounds like he's saying you're allowed to give more than a Chaymish if there's a Tzarech out there. Uh, there's even a debate whether Machaber meant that, but well, he starts off. The first rule is kafit well, If you, if you can afford it, 
so so if there are not enough if there are if there are just a few anim which doesn't even add up to to a tenth. That doesn't sound like that for the next line, though. Vim any other one says, we can't afford it, so give a chaymish. So then the maximum you can give is a chaymish. Well, but how do you read the words? It says, in Yadamasagis, you gave a coin to just take care of everybody. And if you can't afford it, then give a chaymish. So, if you have a lot more anim, and, uh, then, then. Okay, that's a some say, but that doesn't read, I think, uh, the quicker way, the smoother way to read it sounds like. If you can afford it, you're not going to become poor. And by the way, even those who hold, there's a ceiling of a fifth, which is a Gemara. Many claim, Ramesh might not agree, Shalom Zaman, all this claim, that if you're a Gvir Adir and there's no chance to become an Ani, then you can give whatever you want. The Gzera of not giving more than a fifth because you might get poor is only middle-income people. And there's a lot to be said for that. And it could be Ramesh even agrees, depends on what the level of Ashiris is. How much... Uh, or is it a low plug? In which case, nobody give more than twenty percent. But most hold it's not a low plug. So it sounds like uh, if you can afford it, give whatever you want. Just watch your final budget. You have enough money for yourself. And if you can't, then give twenty percent. If you can't do that, give ten percent. But others say, like you, that the mechaber doesn't doesn't mean that. Rama, interestingly enough, um, whether Rama learned in the mechaber that he be saying you can give more than twenty percent, sounds like he is, or the mechaber in Sefer Farish, but Rama is going to add in here. Va'al yevazves adam yesimilchaymish. Ramah makes it clear you can't get more than 20%. Is he arguing the Machaber? To explain the Machaber is part of this Machlaikis. Shleiz Tarek Labrius. And again, many hold that doesn't apply to a Gvir Adir. Dafka, the Ramah adds, this, is, this next part of is a whole separate subject, but I'll just read it now quickly and then we'll go back. Dafka, Kol Yimei Chaya. That's only during his lifetime because the Gzeira Shemayani. We don't want him getting poor. I find this Gzeira, it's a Gemara Ksubis, the greatest testimony to the generosity of Klaisel. Can you imagine? Chazal had to make an Isser to stop people from giving away too much money. It was such a problem that people were giving away their money. Chazal said, no, no, we're asking you from here on in if you're only middle income not to give away more than 20%. That means this was a real problem, not a couple of people who had a loose pen. It's incredible. But you have to stop people from giving more. Dafka Koyimechayev, another exception, the Machad Ramah says, that's only during your lifetime. Vashas Moisai, next page. Yurches yachal adam litein stoka kol masha yirtze. Bashas patira, you can give away whatever you want, or leave in the will to give away whatever you want. And this line is going to be a whole separate shmuz, and it's a big machlekes because the Gemara, which we're going to have to go through, says a famous maitzah with Ma'ukva, who was a rish galusa, uh, who was an amira, who was very wealthy, and he was about to die, and he said, bring me my stock accounts, I want to see how much I gave, and he gave a lot, and he says, not enough, I got a long trip, and he gave away half his assets. So some, the Ramas says, give away everything, and he holds that was just a dogma, he happened to give away half. Uh, some say, it's a half, some of it gives of a third. Uh, others say, you just leave your kids a skum hogum, a nice amount, that depends on what you own in the first place. But uh, Ramesh's chuva is on this, and he says a nice amount. He has one chuva, a nice amount is $1,000. That chuva was written a long time ago. Uh, $1,000 was $1,000. But there's a fair amount of machlekes, and it's very nogea when people are writing up uh, wills. Halach lefadach kecha is a big Indian. The stucco should go before you go to the based on Shomayla to pave the way, uh, so to speak. Um, so we'll discuss that in the separate cover. But again, the Machaber says Lachatchila uh, is a chaimish, and Bidiyevid is meiser. And if a person can't pay bills, what does he do? There's an Indian to separate meiser to have a calculation of meiser, and then if he needs to take it back for himself temporarily, so then that's what you have to do. And there's nothing uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, 
Um, if it's temporary, then some states could die to write it down, maybe to pay it back. But Moshe holds that if he's an uni right now that he can't afford it, he could take it for himself and he doesn't have to pay it back uh, technically. Uh, so if it's just a rough kufa and there's a um, cash flow issue, but he's really bad, some a person can afford it, he should pay it back. If he's a mamisha ani, it's not just a cash flow issue, then the Ramesha holds technically you don't, and if you want to afterwards and you get into money, so it would be a nice thing to do. Okay, we have a lot of Mara on this, and Mr. Shem will pick that up tomorrow night.